the boyfriend. <laughs> now we call boyfriend. him in our free time. <laughs> and you are not married, and you are looking yeah. forward to it. Do you want to be married someday? Okay. Um, yeah, that, that's wow. <laughs> we, we went very, very fast into this. Uh, I'd, we only I'd have want... 30 minutes, so we got to start fast. The first two minutes. Okay, I would probably like to be married. I mean, what I would like to do is to live with the partner, you know, in life. I want to have a, a connection, a deeper connection. If we would like to establish it, you know, formally as a marriage, I'm not sure about that yet, you know. There are still things we need to figure out in life. We're still 19, 20, 21 years old, you know, so we need to grow up a bit. You need That's to grow what... up a bit, and I'm glad to hear you say that because I have heard in my long life of 81 years, folks, Lots of young people say, "Oh, I'll just get, we'll just get married. We'll try it for a few years, and then we'll get a divorce." What? And I really don't like that. I, I like to think that marriage is forever, but that's because that's the culture that I came from. And uh, so, marriage for me is is important. And so far, it's going pretty well, looking good. It's going pretty well. Life updates here, version one one. How is the weather? Going good. Marriage as well. Everything is fine in the town of Brunswick. You're right. So far, so good. <laughs> but you know, you've been you've been telling us about, let's say, at least in your view, divorce should not necessarily be a way of figuring out marriage. Do are you more in in favor of settling down before getting married for a longer time so we know if that person is right for us or should we just go into marriage and try to make it work regardless what so you're t- are you talking about living in sin as we used to say back <laughs> living in sin sin just no people over there <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um, yes I am I personally am in favor of living in sin or not sin, but living together before marriage, because marriage is should be a commitment for life, I think. And um, what are you going to do? So I, I did it with with uh, Steve, who I who is also called Mongo, isn't it? I'll tell Mongo. you some other some other show why I call him Mongo. But we did, and uh, we eloped um, because my parents didn't approve. Haha, <laughs> on them because. <laughs> I met him in 1957. Got him in. Your your mother wasn't even born then. And so there you go. (laughs) So yes, I am. And I am also, ready, get ready. I am also an advocate of gay marriage. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Is that that something that is common over in your country, Romania? Oh, that's a a very sensitive topic. Uh, So we're going to get a bit political. Um, no, 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 don't no, get political, no. <laughs> not with me. We're, we're, trying, we're trying to stay away from politics, but it's quite impossible, no? But, okay, so gay marriage. Do people advocate for it? First of all, it's not legally recognized. Neither is the civil partnership between people that have the same gender. So, that's a problem for us. You know, it's not as it is here in the oh, States. I see. Okay, yeah. The only problem is that we have a very conservative faction, especially with the support of the church, of the Orthodox Church of Romania. The church... When you say the church, could that be? Does that always mean Catholic, or could it be? Could it be Methodist? Could it okay. be Episcopalian? <laughs> no. no. When you say the church, it means Catholic. No, but it's different because the, the Catholic Church is not a powerful in Romania. We have the Orthodox Church. Orthodox. The, okay. The, that's the that's the most powerful entity, and they're strongly advocates against this this concepts of gay marriage, of gayness, of anything that they consider purely immoral. You know, they think that if two people of the same gender, you know, walk hand in hand on the street and an innocent child, as they want to refer to it, see them, then they're going to go crazy. Gonna be like, oh my God, the whole nation is going to, it's not going right. to be pure anymore. Right in the toilet. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> get it. <laughs> I get it. But here's the big news that I did my, in my, in my exhaustive big research, news. <laughs> my exhaustive research about same-sex marriage, 
guess what? what? Americans kind of think that it's new. No, no, no. You know who who married? Listen, I wrote it right down here. Gay marriage, <laughs> gay marriage was going on rather routinely back in the I can't pronounce it Zhu Z H O U dynasty in China, one thousand B C, folks. B C. B C. Same sex marriages were going on, and a famous guy Nero. You know who Nero was. Mm-hmm. He liked the fiddle, and <laughs> and he liked fires. He liked fires. He guess who he married? Who? A guy. Oh my God! Did you know? We see. Actually, no. Actually, we got a history lesson with the granite there. <laughs> but no. So it's, there you go. So we think it's brand new, and it's our problem. It's, oh yeah. And it's not been a problem in BC. Why is it a problem now? I don't I, get it. I don't really want. I mean, this is happening with many many concepts. You know how they, how another another thing that we talk about divorce. We think as divorce of being such a recent phenomenon. You know that never happened before, which is completely false. You know, I was listening to a podcast. Also, shout out. We're gonna start the podcast soon. Just saying, just saying. Uh-oh. Stay tuned for that. But yeah, I was listening to this podcast about funny history, and they used to tell this story about ways of separating, or ways of separation, a couple, and I think seventeen century England and how divorce was in a sense possible but was overly expensive. Ah. So divorce has been there for a long time. Separation of people married has been there, either formal or informally. But I think we make such a big deal of it and we know we want to emphasize oh, it's only us that want to change the yeah. trajectory of culture and everything. But well you know when I when I think I told you one time when I was young that was a really, really, really long time ago. But when I was just uh, around the corner, <laughs> your corner. Not <laughs> anyway, when I remember one of my my school chums, as we used to call them, because it sounded so British to say that, mm-hmm. one of my school chums' parents got a divorce. Uh, he was the president of a huge department store, and he ran off with his yes secretary. <laughs> and, uh, we were we were. Out of breath. We couldn't. It was so shocking. It is not shocking anymore. In fact, I once asked one of my sons, uh, how many kids in your class, this was in the 70s, how many kids in your class come from divorced families? And my boy looked at me and said, Mom, all of them. You're the only ones that aren't divorced. What is wrong with you? So, <laughs> so there you have it. So it's very common now. But I guess expensive. I have never looked into it. Well, oh, no, actually, not, that's not true. yet. <laughs> yeah, come on. The boyfriend and you are going are doing pretty We're going well. strong. So far, They're so going good. Very strong. So Romania Romania is it's a good marriage. I hope he's listening. Is he out there in the car? No. I, I don't know. <laughs> um I want to tell you what a good friend, a very dear friend of mine said about getting married again, because a lot of people think maybe you should never, never marry again after you come out of a bad marriage. Yeah. And she said the most important decision of your life is marriage and it can affect your affect you to the core of your being. Um, she said, if you don't marry again, you don't, you don't really get a second chance to become the person you once were or the person you originally hoped to be in a relationship. So one hopes for a happy and fulfilling second marriage. So maybe second marriages should be re-looked at. That, that's a good thing. Only don't marry the same kind of person. Like if you married somebody you like to beat you up and stuff, don't marry that guy again. <laughs> Poor no, girl. Women do it too. Don't get on me. <laughs> <laughs> Women do it too. No. But, 
Do you know? Did you know anybody divorced when in Romania? Oh yeah, oh yeah. But first, let's give a shout out to our listeners on oh, Instagram. Yes. Can you can you wave? Can you Hi. Wave them? Who am I waving to? You're waving at the screen. I do not know because I cannot hello, see. Hello, American. The, uh, hello, American. The phone is a bit far away from I'm me. But today? everyone yes, that says hi, <laughs> I say hi to everyone. So we say hi. And thank you for listening on WBR. Uh, 91 on, and we used to say in the old days on your radio dial on your radio dial 91.1 FM WBOR from Brown Sweet Maine that's right beautiful forensic Maine and you're forgetting the beautiful Bowdoin College the campus the beautiful Bowdoin College that made all of this possible god they should honestly pay us for what we're doing they should <laughs> free they advertisement should. but okay back with marriage so yes. uh, the second chance in marriage I truly think it's possible. No, I'm ju- I'm, a, I'm a true optimist in this case, and I believe that if people want to learn something from the first marriage, I don't want to call it a failure. No, I don't like this idea of failed marriage because when we when we think about something that ended, that left us with lots of pain, we usually tend to think only of the only of the bad moments, ignoring the good ones and the lessons we have learned. You know, we want to think of our previous relationships in many ways horrible ones. Because this person or this person treated us very badly, but we maybe forget those moments if they happened, you know, when yeah. the person was next to us. Do you think, though, do you think that married people can, um, being unmarried, I'm asking all these these heavy questions, Yeah. but do you think that people can um, just sort of outgrow each other, just that they were madly in love at a certain age, but then... It just goes away, and yes. it's time then to get a divorce and move on. Find, I mean, do you think that can happen? It's possible. It's possible for people to grow you, out of love. You know, to grow out of love. But I think more, most important, more precisely, if I can. I mean, I don't have that much experience. Never was I married. I don't plan on getting married soon. Maybe it's gonna happen at the point in life. Oh, shout out to Kate. Kate is watching us. Who? 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 Kate. Who's Kate? Oh, Kate. hi, Kate. Kate Van Savage. <laughs> My daughter-in-law, Kate. Hi, Kate. Damn. My beautiful, wonderful, perfect daughter-in-law. Exactly. I really got lucky. Thanks, Kate. She's like talking about marriage. But yeah, uh, the with, with the idea of marriage, the, the following concept that I forgot the question. <laughs> if we could can fall you, out of marriage, not important. No, can you ask me a question? Wait, though, we have to talk about other very important things. Oh, Wait a minute. Sexual. Hey, I'm going to give you a very fast little list of how many different kinds of marriages, and I bet you never heard of these. Common law, you know what that is. What? Common, Common law marriage yeah. means you married. I think in legally. some places it's after seven years you're sort of legally married. I don't know if that's true about Maine. Cousin marriage. Or any, don't marry your cousin. That's not good. <laughs> You'll have children that have antlers and things. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fully crazy with it. We're going today. Endogamy. It's What's a this? tradition of marrying within the limits of the local community. Too boring. <laughs> Monogamy. You marry one person at a time. What else? Oh, well, there is a religion that does more. Exactly. I mean, that's crazy. Who would, yeah. want, who would want ten wives? Who would want ten husbands? Mother of mercy. <laughs> It's so hard to get one in shape. Polyandry is women who have more than one. I'm sorry I didn't say that in America, right? Polygamy. You know what that is? Yeah. Polyg. Okay, polygamy is a man who has more than one wife and same-sex marriage. We've already covered that. We've got that nailed. But um, And then we want to talk about the little traditions about getting married. Now, when you decide to marry some wonderful young woman, and we know who she is, but I can't say her name. That, are you gonna give her? Are you gonna give her a ring? I mean, I can I can say her. I I don't know. You know, it's is she listening? It's so far in the future. I don't know if Song is listening, but her sister is listening. Uh oh. We, we can. Are they close? Uh, they're, they're pretty close. <laughs> so let, 
<laughs> so, so, mean if you're if you're watching this, that's very good. Well, um, would you give would you give song an engagement ring? I mean, at this point, that's that's the only way I think of of proposing to someone, you know. I, because, okay, let's not talk necessarily about me, but let's talk about the tradition. Which are far more interesting. Exactly. <laughs> Gossips a bit later, but the tradition of getting married, you know, it's the way we know it. There are some certain steps we need to make to have a successful marriage, how we consider it. But these things have been changed throughout time so much. It's not like things have been set in stone. You know, you need to give the ring, you need to do that, do that, do that, then have a reception, then pay $10,000 to get yourself some nice napkins on which your name is written. Like, people will give a damn, you know, when they wipe their mouths from chocolate. Just saying, <laughs> just saying, there are better ways of spending your money. <laughs> Donating to Granny and the Romanian. Well, <laughs> do you know what the, what the, what the ring, um, what the ring stands for? I think it's like a promise. It's basically... Well, the wedding band is a circle. And that means eternity. Okay. So you are so stuck. If you get a wedding, <laughs> you got to stay with Can't it move. for eternity. Just stay there. And so, I don't know, um, engagement rings, uh, they're nice. They're beautiful. Um, but they're really expensive. And uh, you have to clean them. And they get caught on things when you're... <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm only saying that because I had one. I got one from Mongo. It was kind of little because he was a poor boy from Scranton. But that's okay. But a boyfriend is there. Still, it and he's probably out there listening years. in the car. Maybe he's driving away and never coming back. Um, <laughs> what Do you know what a proxy marriage is? It's... Proximate is something in a small. No, I don't know. Proxy. It means if I get this right, please don't come after me, folks. If I get these things wrong, proxy marriage is when somebody can't show up and somebody stands in for the person getting married. For instance, um, if two people fall in love, like maybe one lives in Malaysia and one lives in, in um, Romania, in, <laughs> currently in, the in state, Romania, and they want to get married, but they can't get together, then say it would be you she would find a nice young man who would take your place and do the wedding vows and the whole thing while you're listening in on the telephone. That's proxy. I think it's bad, but it works, you know, some people. <laughs> I don't know. No thoughts about it. But no. do, you know what, do you know what a dowry is? I know what a dowry is. What is a dowry? A say? dowry is, okay, it depends on the culture, but I mean, in Romania at least. Did uh, they do it in Romania? They used to do it. They used to do it a lot. I think it was mostly from the girls, from the woman's side. Yeah. We're talking here so. about the monogamous, same sex, different sex marriage, so heterosexual monogamous relationships. The woman would need to accumulate, let's say, accumulate some goods that she would give at the time of marriage, in the sense of dowry. For us, there was a tradition, I think we called it the crate. It, it's very hard the to... The crate? We, there was like a crate, there was like a box in which there yeah. would be put stuff, you know, for yeah. example, pillows, nice... Linens. Exactly. Sheets. Things that nowadays you can find in Target for $30. You know, back <laughs> in the days, were very much more valuable. <laughs> so they don't do, they don't do dowry. I don't even know if dowries exist uh, in any countries they anymore. Still exist. Um, they still exist. I know they did in America for a while. So the woman could come to the marriage with a whole bunch of goods. What did the guy bring for his dowry? They didn't have to. Yeah, hmm. this is. Uh, I'm not really aware that much of Romanian traditions, uh, the, and especially of the. I'm sorry, of the marriage tradition. I do not know if the man was supposed to bring anything. I think you're supposed to bring the house, maybe. I'm the house, sure. like to have the place where to live. Wow. But this was not always the case. You know, people would still live with their parents and so on and so forth. But for sure, traditions of dowry are still in place in many countries. And even if nowadays they're not that, you know, back in the days, back in the days, oh my God, I have it's so okay, much It's okay, it's okay, I've heard it before. 60, six years of life right here. Cool. Just kidding, <laughs> only getting, 20. He's starting to get a little faint, folks. <laughs> yeah. 
but what happened was that you know there were there essential parts of marriage the dowry was something the marriage could not necessarily happen without was considered of high importance nowadays maybe it's more formal you know it's a tradition that wants to be kept but wants to be formal now it doesn't want to take that big part that it was before and we can still get married if both of us are poor and don't have a dowry but if you have something to offer we respect the tradition so you're for it I'm, as, I don't know as I, I say in Kentucky I'll, you're I'll for raise, it I'll raise a question mark I do not know what to say about it does Song have a, never mind she, you don't know that yet because she's still so young <laughs> can't wait to meet her can't wait to meet her so yeah, she's gonna be here so. um, I did a little research on when marriage began and boy it's been around a long time and okay. lots of times in different places um, marriage was was insisted upon for tax reasons but I can't explain that if you got married then they got more money for taxes if you were I'm not saying this right, but somebody out there is going to correct me. Don't correct me. Um, Maybe Bank of America is going to call us in. <laughs> oh, hello. Yeah, you, you I'm sorry for screwing us up, but we need to explain to you. After 60 years. <laughs> so, um, so there were reasons where um, marriage, let's see, what did I write down? Ancient Rome, ancient Greece, and the marriage was a way of keeping track of the population. Oh, yeah. Of counting people, of registering people. And then people would marry. Uh, oh, and it was a way of tracking bloodlines. I have no idea how you do that, just because you're married. Um, and I don't know if marriage between close relatives is illegal anywhere. Certainly should be. <laughs> Certainly should be. I'm not sure if it's necessarily legal. I know it's not encouraging. When you do it, you're very looked down on. That's what I know for sure. And oh. it's usually associated with... with bringing uh, to life kids with some kind of illnesses. I'm not sure about I do not know. Probably no more than this. I think I've heard that your, your babies can be a little weird, and so you have to be careful about that. However, who you'll know this because you know all this stuff. Who's that famous rock and roll singer who used to sing Great Balls of Fire and and um, Jerry Embarrassing. E. Lewis. Okay. <laughs> you never heard of him? No, I didn't. He, would, could not, he played the piano with his feet. He's very weird. Still alive and still doing it. Now, he married his 13-year-old cousin. Apparently, it's still going strong. So there you go. I don't know if they had kids and if they were weird or what, but uh, but um, I guess it happens. And the Roosevelt, Eleanor Roosevelt, was related to Franklin Delano Roosevelt, distant cousin. Mm -hmm. I think she was president. I think, folks, don't get on me now. I think she was President Theodore Roosevelt's niece, was she? Um, Come on, Stock, sure, you know all this stuff. I, I do not know this. I do not know that much about the Roosevelt. Well, then they had five or six children and um, and a long life, and she... Yeah. I want to do a show on him sometime. He well, was... Roosevelt. We yeah. can do that. We can. I, need, I need to do more research, though. You think? I, I do not know that much about him, to be honest. I just oh, know his name. I, and I, he, was, he was one of my heroes, but a lot of people <laughs> hated him, including my father. But, you know, I speaking of, of people who lead countries, oh, by the way, we are on WBOR FM 91.1 on your radio dial. Don't touch that dial. Don't go away. Here we go. So, is there a king of Romania? Oh, of course. We I have mean, a, this has nothing to do with marriage, oh, yeah, but we I had, keep forgetting to ask you. We had king. Actually, I can show you on my laptop. We well, had, yeah, but the people out there can't. Oh, oh don't worry. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna turn the loud to the people listening to us on Instagram. But yeah, we had King Michael of Romania. Michael the First. That the Michael the First? Michael the First. That's what that was. I mean, Michael. We just used to call him King Michael. That's the way we translate in English. King Michael. He's alive? No, he died last year. People really. Was he married? He was married. One wife? Uh, presumably. 
I think so. Yeah, yeah. It was. Come on, this okay, is your on, country. On, on paper, your... on paper, yes, one wife. I do not know if he used to frequent the houses of other people because I didn't read that much about him. But 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 he who is king now that he's died. We don't have a king anymore. His role was mostly formal. So Romania was a was a monarchy a long time ago, and it's it ceased to become a monarch. It ceased to be a monarchy after uh, the big communist guys came and took power. And the king was forced into exile, and then we've been a republic ever since. You have. Was he married? Did he have a queen? No, he had a queen. He had a queen. Yeah. And she is no longer with us. She... I do not know. I do not. I'm not a big fan of the royal house. I have to say, my huge criticism. I'm extremely anti-monarchy, so I do not know what to say. Mama, about it. he is anti. Anti Mart, and so when the uh, oh, when you see um, these princes and princesses getting married on television from England, you don't like that. I don't like that. I don't know. I don't think blood should determine who gets there. You know, even though now the system is not fair itself. You know, it's very difficult to make it to the top. Even though we like to believe that meritocracy is something that exists, we we for sure can tell that it's not. You need connections, but blood dictating who gets there. It's truly something, you know. I think we we could go over it. We could, and 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 in England, it, this in my lifetime, if their marriages were not working out, they didn't get divorced because it was against the rules of the church, and the king and the queen said you can't do that. Nowadays, all bets are off. They're <laughs> they're not having they're having trouble. They're dumping each other. Um, let's hope it. Let's hope these young ones are going to save England. But I. I don't. I didn't. I didn't know anything about the king, and I didn't do any research on it because I wanted to find out, of course, if he was married. And does he have children? And are they? Yes. Do yes. they live in a pa- do you have palaces in in Romania? Of course, you do. So we have ca- castles and palaces. I don't think they live in palaces anymore. Um, no, I don't. I do not know that much about them, to be honest. The I do not know where the place of living is. I know they are somehow controversial figures, in some sense, but. I don't really care that much about them, to be honest. They are just formal figures up there to represent the state. When, I don't know, at some cer- at some formal ceremonies, people love the king because, yeah, he was the king, he saved our country and everything, but they forget to criticize him a bit, which I think is bad. But getting back on marriage. Yeah, you know, I'm getting back to, I'm trying to, I, I, wanna, I do want to get back to marriage and I want to find out about his, but now I know about him. But you got a lot of pictures up there of people who were married and divorced and... Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't even know some of them. There's Michael Jackson, but that's another, Jackson. that's another show altogether. <laughs> I just Googled King Michael Young, and they show us a, p- a picture of Michael Jackson. <laughs> but you know people like that, that when they, well, they have such influence on marriage, the, the people in, in showbiz. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I really heard, heard people say, well, so-and-so, the famous movie star, she got divorced six times. Why can't I? So I guess it's, they've almost given permission um, oh, yeah. to... to marry and divorce so my question is why bother to marry don't why go through the whole thing do you think it's going to stay marriage as a as concept um a concept a tradition a culture a thing whatever yeah um would you like to see that a young man of 20 20 getting married not yet because we don't have the money we don't have the money yet um i don't know you know i think people should do what they want. If they want to keep this tradition of marriage, they can keep it. But my only criticism is when marriage becomes, let's say, a game of power between the between the people that are married. I only know of monogamous marriages in which, and monogamous relationships, uh, in which there is a clash of power between the people that are married. 
So I don't think that's beneficial. No, if if the, if they go in marriage, if they go in marriage with the idea in mind that one of them is gonna have the pants in the relationship, as we as we say, you know, I don't think that's very. You say good. that in Romania too. We have a different way of saying it. We but say, yeah. <laughs> we say yeah. wear the pants in the family, and yeah. that's sometimes the woman. Of course, all women. Oh. Hey, wait a minute! I have something that Doctor that, that Doctor Google said about marriage. Google, <laughs> the most reliable source on earth. <laughs> it is the most reliable. Listen, it's better than remember the date. Well, you don't remember the days, but going down to the library and taking huge books and trying to copy everything. Now you don't have to get out of your chair. You just push Google, and everything's in front of you. I don't know. As everybody knows, <laughs> it says marriage comes from Middle English, which was first seen in 1250 CE. I don't know what CE stands for. I know what BC and AD. What is CE? I don't either. It's probably been a long, long time ago. Long time ago. Let's say it like this. It's much, much easier. <laughs> However, the ancient institution likely predates this date. The main goal of marriage early on was to act as an alliance between families. So love didn't really come into the picture. It was yep. a thing. It was a, it was a good thing for two good families to get together. Love is a different concept came later on um, throughout history and even today. Families arranged marriages for couples. What about that? Arranging marriages. What do you think Ooh, about that? Arranging marriages. Apparently it works out pretty well. It's it's in countries where they arrange marriages, they don't seem to have the divorce rate that we do where we fall in love and get married. That, that that's that's an interesting thought. I forgot I almost forgot about this, but one of my best friends, she comes from Palestine from Gaza Strip. Wow. So shout out to Munia. And and this and, and this per, this lady friend of mine, I like calling her lady friend. This lady friend of mine once talked to me about marriages and I was extremely opposed against arranged marriages you know I'm coming from a country in which arranged marriages are not that much prevalent they still happen but when they happen they become quite taboo they're in the sense why hmm. why when we are so free to do whatever we want why arrange marriage but she was telling me that there is something more and deeper to that rooted in our culture rooted in the way they've seen life unwinding and the way they see partnerships coming together and they do not think as marriage is something that can be interrupted or something that you know can be discontinued now and continued later they see it as a long time process that basically is there for each one of them to learn and from which they take the best of it and work for it because in the end you know marriage is a bit is 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 of course about working together you need to work to make the marriage work that, that's you know I'm, I'm sorry for repeating this word but you know how people just say we'll see if it works it works yep. you know if you just leave things to this way of going you know go with the flow might be a good approach but sometimes you need to take a stance and try to make them work by making them work you can also just listen to someone you know try not to be that hard on your opinion or try to try to you know sometimes agree that you're wrong and that you need to do more in the house than the other person Oopsie oh, we Oops, said oh. something's here. <laughs> I think we'll go there some other time. But, um, but uh, yeah, okay, so the way I'm listening to you, in other words, intently, I am listening to you intently. Intently. Yeah, we have friends in, in India, um, uh, you know, the big place, the Far East, and uh, <laughs> not American India. Anyway, they, they arrange marriages. They, they have an orphanage of girls. Yeah. And they arrange marriages for those young girls when they come of age. And... They put a lot of time into it. They don't just say, oh, he looks cute, get him. No, no, no. They study it. They get the families. They want to know the, the values, the goals. Are they the same? And their success rate is good and high. 
their Smith. name is Gufta, which is like Smith, I think, in America. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Guftas have had very good luck with sure. arranged marriages for but, these orphan girls. But the only problem with this we need to remember, you know, from the outside, is not only regarding marriage, it's regarding anything else. We we think it's working fine, you know. As our country is working fine, you know. It has a booming economy and everything. So many people are pouring a homeless every day. There are still problems, you know. I think we need to dive a bit deeper into into this concept, you know, to dive a bit deeper into this marriage to see if it actually works fine, you know. Because there might be, there actually, it might work extremely good. That's right. You know, it might work extremely good. They would never, ever want to separate. But they might be kept together by just the concept of marriage and by that the, by the taboo that's associated to divorce. And, though, there is also, I'm watching the time, we've got one more minute left, hurry up. One There's more also the fact that some of these arranged marriages, guess what? In time, this couple falls in love. There's a wonderful song called Love and Marriage Goes Together Like a Horse and Carriage. I am not going <laughs> to sing it. I swear. I'm sorry. I'd never do that to you. Anyway, should we sign off? I hate to. This is getting good. This is getting good. Uh, I mean, you have been listening to Granny and the Romanian on WBOR 91.1 FM from Brunswick, Maine. Just a second. Let's get the phone and see who has been watching us. So we have we have a couple of my friends. Hundreds and hundreds of and, listeners. I mean, only nine. But, That's enough. But we got we got enough. And of they people. were related to all of them. Exactly. We, we we actually Kate has been listening. Ah, uh, thank you, Kate. Aha. Your biggest fan. Who That's what that? she said. Kate Van Seven. Kate Van Seven, I love her. She's but wonderful. thank you so much for everyone. Thank you, Min, for Min is my is my is my lady's sister. She has been an active contributor to today's uh, episode. Her, Lots of her, comments. Love her, love her. And so. thank you for everyone listening. This is the pilot season of Granny and the Romanian. We are trying to test out with the concept, to play with it, to see how the chemistry between us is going. And so far, it's going good. We are really looking forward to your feedback. So if you ever want to leave some feedback, email us at... LCBS at Comcast.net. Comcast.net. Still good as back Wait, in the Wait a minute, what about your email? I don't My email get... is S-T-O-C-H-I-T-A-R-A-D-U at gmail.com. Stockitsarado at gmail.com. Message us with your concerns. Yeah. If you want to have your name heard on radio, 550 bucks per minute or 600 if you want a special discount. <laughs> that doesn't work this way. We're just trying to figure stuff out. But thank you so much. We're going to see you next, next week. And next week. week I get to be the Romanian. Bye. I get to be... The granny. granny. And as someone once said, hello, Vietnam. <laughs> Robin Williams. Check him out. Yeah. Bye. Lovely. That was funny and fun. I was very fun. I loved it. That was such a good session. <laughs> Say hello and thank you. Thank you. Be a nice one. Be fine.